Great to have you with us. Yes, health and well-being. And uh, our naturopath, uh, Peter Mullen, is here with us today. And we're looking at 10 signs your stress is worse than you thought it is, Peter. Yeah, well, it's one of those um, talked about words a lot, but like the impact is is real. And, you know, we're seeing it occurring or showing up in younger and younger people, which mm. is quite concerning. And it's hard to believe, but uh, adrenal fatigue is is happens as a result of chronic unrelenting unremitting stress and oftentimes when people think about stress they think about like traumatic events you know losing a job or death of a partner or a relationship breakdown they're they're major stress points but the big cause of of stress i believe for a lot of us is that just the pace of life you know we're all so much busier these days than than what's really good for us and it's been so important, mental health, that it's actually got governments talking and, and trying to find more money to put into mental health that they need to allocate? Yeah, well, it's the it's biggest growing epidemic from a medical point of view. is, um, And I think antidepressants are up there with the most prescribed uh, medications, anti- antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications. And it is funny also because uh, when you think about it, we go around uh, day-to-day lives and we interact with other people and you interact with people and you go, oh, yeah, they're going well, but you don't realise maybe they're on medication until they go off the medication. Then you see a different side to them because maybe they need to go off just for a little while. Yeah, yeah. you have to have a break for it for, you know, a couple of weeks. Well, I think um, I think with a, like a, a friend of mine a while back, he's, he's a, um, a pharmacist and he was saying that, you know, a, a lot of, lot of, and it's, we sort of think of, you know, stress, like it affects, affects cross generations. So he was saying that a lot of, a lot of um, males, a lot of men over 40, you know, yeah. with young families, yeah. you know, living in, in expensive parts of town are all on antidepressants because, and that's, that's one of the challenges I think is that, that we end up having to be medicated for leading the lifestyle and having the things in life that we really want to push ourselves to achieve. Like, we've got way out of balance, haven't we, with, yeah. you know, is it worthwhile having to be medicated so that, you, so that you can work 80 hours a week, so that you can have the house you want and have the lifestyle you want? Like, it just seems a crazy... And because we're all individuals, it's not a case of one solution suits all because uh, just one scenario, you know, you hear of this from time to time. People go through a marriage breakup or a big breakup and can't cope and that leads to suicide. Yet some people can go through exactly the same thing and, you know, it's a hard hit but they move on with life. But it just goes to show how things change with so many people and how... Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And, and it is. It's different different temperaments, um, different backgrounds, um, you know, and because you do, you hear people having terrible events in their yeah, life, and yeah. then they go on to, you know, eventually say, "Look, it was terrible at the time, but you know, I'm so pleased that all of that happened because it's helped me to become the person I am today." So there's this concept around um, um, stress, where it's called reframing, or, or, or you know, looking at how we can change the way we view the events that happen yeah, in yeah. our life as well. Yeah. But um, definitely, you know, adrenal fatigue is, you know, it's been estimated by um, a fellow called um, James Wilson who wrote a a great book, Adrenal Fatigue, the 21st Century Stress Syndrome. He's estimated that uh, around 80% of people in the world may be suffering some degree of adrenal fatigue or stress burnout. Some of the causes of um, adrenal fatigue are, as what we were talking about before, so um, prolonged stress, prolonged stressful period. And, you know, that, that might start from when you know because you remember when you were 20 you know if you got stressed by something say when you were 20 your stress coping sat at a five out of ten yeah you might get stressed by something but the next day it's like what's that all about yeah as we get older what happens is it's like someone turning the volume switch up on your radio until now most of us are getting around and we're sitting at a seven or an eight Mm. even an eight or a nine 
when we think we're relaxing, we think we're going to bed at a night time and unwinding, but we're actually staying quite tense. The problem is if your new levels are seven or an eight, it doesn't take too much before your bucket's full and you're hitting critical mass all the time. So I see this happen with a lot of um, uh, mums, you know, just those busy lives when kids are younger. So that, that's what I see as a big stress with people is that they don't realise how stressed they actually are. And then when there is a, you know, a crisis happens, like the last straw that breaks the camel's back, that's when people often are diagnosed with anxiety or depression or they go into a fatigue-type scenario with chronic fatigue. Now, Peter, can adrenal fatigue impact on your health? Oh, absolutely. With, with adrenal fatigue, like there's a whole, whole range of conditions we associate with adrenal fatigue. Um, well, some of the symptoms, let's go through some of the symptoms first. So one of the um, big signs that you might have adrenal fatigue is difficulty getting up in the morning. Now, that sounds like, you know, everyone could put their hand up for that, but it's, yeah. it's wake up in the morning, always feeling like you could roll over and go back to sleep. If you can go back to sleep and sleep for another couple of hours, you're most likely suffering from oh, adrenal yeah. fatigue. It's fatigue that's not relieved by sleep. You know, you might have a nap in the afternoon and wake up just as bad as what you did, if not even worse. Um, often when there's adrenal fatigue, we'll see things like craving for salt or salty foods. Mm. You know, some of my clients will have a little packet of chips every day, okay. but it's actually a sign that their adrenals that's are overtaxed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, increased effort to do everyday tasks so and it's where the joy goes out of things you often say to patients you know when was the last time or remember the last time you had a really good laugh about something yeah and you or you have a good laugh and you think i can't remember the last time i've had a really good laugh so you sort of your joy starts to go out of your everyday activity um decreased sex drive mm. is a big factor and that creates more stress then from a relationship point of view as well um this is a really interesting one decreased ability to handle stress so, you know, like sometimes you, something happens and you deal with it well. Other times happen and it seems to... You know, we are talking before with yeah. people with life events. Something happens, a relationship ends, and then someone goes on to, you know, do harm to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a possibility that, they, that there was always a certain, already a certain amount of adrenal fatigue there that they just couldn't cope as well with the stress this yeah. time around as what they had previously. Um, increased time to recover from illness. So we'll see this where people get, you know, a cold or flu and they'll come and see me at... at um, you know, three months after the fact and they'll feel like they've had the cold and flu for three months. They haven't. They've probably had a few episodes, but long, long time to recover from illness. Um, it can be simple things too, like lightheaded when standing up quickly. You know, low blood pressure can be yeah. associated with your adrenals. Decreased productivity and um, mild depression comes with it as well and anxiety as well. So it's quite a... Quite a um, there's some strong symptoms there, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And in the short term, adrenal fatigue can affect things like um, your energy level, your focus, your concentration. Um, in the long term, it can affect things like weight. Yeah. You know, elevated levels of cortisol often precede your adrenals crashing, so that contributes to weight gain around the mid middle. Things like, um, as we said, depression, diabetes cardiovascular disease so adrenal fatigue is sort of the long the long-term consequence of prolonged stress mm -hmm. and then you've got all those other health conditions that sit on top of that then as well so it's a really important thing to number one be be assessed or work out where you're up to but then number two start to put the things in place to actually try and recover let's continue with a little bit of direction now on what we can do to help Absolutely, Dave. And there's a lot of things that you can do to help if you believe you're suffering from adrenal fatigue. Just before we go there, just a couple of other um, triggers or causes for adrenal fatigue can include things. We've talked about um, 
prolonged stress and then often an acute event that's like the last straw. Um, yeah. Even things like that can increase the stress on your adrenals, exposure to environmental toxins and pollution. You know, and this is where we look at diet. Um, prolonged stress due to financial hardships, relationship, work environment. Um, any conditions that entail ongoing feelings of helplessness or out of control. Okay. Um, negative thinking and emotional trauma. Lack of sleep is a massive one. Okay. You yeah. know, we've talked about the sleep. benefits of sleep in the past. And yeah. what I find for a lot of people that are, you know, if their nervous system sitting at a seven or an eight, we'll also see sleep pattern disturbance as well. And that can go on for years before eventually there's adrenal fatigue. Okay. Um, poor diet and lack of exercise as well. Um, so what can we do about it? So one of the one of the first places we always start from a naturopathic point of view is, you know, looking at diet and diet and food. Yes. You know, replenishing your body with healthy food and also positive thoughts. Um, so in every case of adrenal recovery, diet is a huge factor. Number of foods that support the adrenal function these help to replenish your en- adrenal energy. Um, but the first step is to remove any hard-to-digest foods and toxins or chemicals. So one of the, the first things that we'd recommend with anyone with adrenal fatigue is to get off caffeine. Okay, yes. You know, caffeine in the short term gives yeah. you a hit. It sti- stimulates your adrenals to release those adrenal hormones. Wires you up, yeah. Wires you up, but then the ultimate crash happens yeah, afterwards. Yeah, and yeah. long-term, it depletes your B vitamins, your magnesium, your zinc, all the nutrients you need for a healthy adrenal functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, sugar. And also artificial sweeteners. So we always recommend a low glycemic diet for people with adrenal fatigue because their energy crashes. So you've yeah. got to make sure you include some, a little bit of protein, fat and carb at every meal and snack. So you want to keep their blood sugars nice and consistent, not you know skyrocketing by having too many complex carbohydrates. Um, processed foods, obviously, all the additives and preservatives. And interestingly, the bad oils like um, soya, canola, corn oil, are all highly inflammatory, mm-hmm. trans fats. Um, so you want to use things like coconut oil, olive oil, organic butter, or ghee, um, because they all can increase um, inflammation of your adrenals. So people don't realize how yeah. having bad fats is a bit like having a cigarette. Every bit of bad fat you have, whether it's from takeaway food or processed food, causes inflammation in your arterial walls. Okay. So isn't that interesting? Yeah, so if yeah. someone's having takeaway, it's kind of like having a couple of cigarettes. It's causing damage directly to your system. What sort of foods are the positive foods that you think we should be leaning towards? The nutrient-dense nutrient foods that are easy to digest. So some of the top superfoods for adrenal health include coconut, yes. all the raves at the moment, olive oil, avocado is one of my favorites, um, cruciferous vegetables, vegetables, that's my New Zealand accent. Yeah, hello. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, um, fatty fish like wild-caught salmon, um, organic chicken and turkey like protein, your good quality nuts such as walnuts, almonds, um, and things like kelp and seaweed, really good for the adrenals and the thyroid mm-hmm. because of the iodine content, mm-hmm. and adding Celtic or Himalayan sea salt. So for a long time we've said no salt, and some people that have certain certain people that have cardiovascular disease shouldn't add extra salt yeah. but for the majority of us good quality salt added into our diet is actually supportive of a good adrenal function heading into the cooler months what about soups are they any good vegetable soups soups like? yeah vegetable soups are fantastic yeah. and Pumpkin, there's some great like- with some great recipes where you can make um soups using blending in your avocados and things like that so soups are a great way of yeah. really getting a nutrition and they fill you up too, even though you're not really having a lot, are you? Yeah, like, absolutely. Just a bowl, but you feel full. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, yeah, makes a big makes a big factor. Um, 
the other thing, the second thing is some, there's some awesome supplements for adrenal fatigue. Um, I always recommend uh, like a vitamin B complex, uh, vitamin C. Now, people don't realize that probably one of the most important vitamins for healthy adrenals is vitamin C. And we're one of the only mammals actually, Dave, that don't make vitamin C. Okay. We have to get it from our diet and on right. a daily basis because it's a water-soluble vitamin. So unfortunately, in winter particularly, um, a lot of people don't have the fruit and vegetables. And What's the best vegetable forms for a vitamin C? Um, well, I think it's all your, your yellowy vegetables yeah. like your pumpkin. And, yes, yeah. But I think you lose vitamin C when all, all those things are cooked. Yeah. So your best sources of vitamin C are in your fruit, really, like yeah. your kiwi fruit and you know oranges to a certain degree. Um, what about a mandarin? Yeah, mandarin would be a good source right. of vitamin C. But interestingly, we, we, we ideally probably should have about 1,000 milligrams of C a day, I think. Yeah. I'm a big fan of vitamin C. And if an orange has got 35 milligrams, you'd have to eat about, how many is that? <laughs> 10. <laughs> Too many. 10 or a Too heap of them many. a day to get it. So I'm a big fan of vitamin C through winter because our diet changes. Yeah. Um, so, so B vitamins, vitamin C, magnesium. And zinc, they're the things I always include for adrenal support and, interestingly, vitamin D. And from a herbal medicine point of view, there's some fantastic herbs that we use that really help the adrenals to recover. Licorice being one of my favorite herbs for adrenal health, licorice has a corticosteroid-like effect. It actually has a bit of an action similar to cortisol. Mm -hmm. So isn't that interesting okay. from a herbal, herbal plant form? And that really, yeah. really helps the adrenals to recover. Um, we use herbs like withania that has an effect or an impact on adrenal adrenal health and also thyroid function as well. So herbs are great because in a herbal mix, we can we can support the adrenals, we can support liver, we can actually make a multi-system mix yeah. together specifically, but particularly when it comes to adrenal fatigue. Um, so again, we'll often use herbs. Now, the third area, you know, is more of those lifestyle sorts of tips. Right, right. Um, rest when you feel tired as much as possible. You know, you must get your eight to ten hours sleep of a night time. Yes. And it's the hours before night that hours before midnight that count. Um, laugh and do something fun every day. Right. And this is a really big point I try and make to my patients is if 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 every day we deserve to ourselves to be able to do something that we really love to do. Yeah. Every day, something that's fun, something that's yeah. enjoyable. Otherwise, it is like going through the motions, isn't it? It's like yeah. Groundhog Day. Yeah. Go to work, come home. Same thing over and over again. Do some yeah. stuff. And if, you, if you've not got some pleasure and enjoyment or yeah. fun, then um, you know, that's going to contribute to adrenal fatigue. Um, eat, eat food regularly. You know, get off the caffeine and sugar we talked about. Um, exercise. You know, nothing we do has such a profound effect yeah. on every single cell in the body. And interestingly, there was a... Uh, a recent show came out on one of the on the, one of the stations talking about the benefits of exercising, treating cancer. Okay, yeah. And you know they they found for 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 um, certain people that have undergone chemotherapy, surgery, and ray, if they implement exercise straight away during or straight away after their treatment, increase their chance of survival by yeah. over five, fifty percent. Yeah, that's impressive. above and beyond supplements, diet, anything. So, yeah. exercise for adrenal fatigue. Avoid negative people. Yep. And self and negative self talk. Like it's worthwhile doing a, a bit of a um what's the word? A bit of a review of people you spend time with. Mm. If you're suffering from stress and adrenal fatigue yourself, you don't want to be spending time with people that are always negative and doom and gloom. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously you do that in a nice way. If it's your 
They literally suck the life if out of you. If it's your parents, you probably should do it in a nicey sort of way, but you really need to be spending time with people that are more positive and yeah. um, take time for yourself, do something relaxing. You know, I, I love things like yoga, um, walking, you know, is really good for me. Um, but, yeah, a- activity and exercise, learning to meditate, Dave. You know, there's some great apps available. So we all need help. I'm a big fan of long-term counselling as well. Yes. You know, I'm a big fan of, of seeing a counsellor to, to talk through your issues as a kid and mm. see how that all relates now and to look at why it is that you cope. You know, we were talking about this. Yeah. Often now those early patterns can set up how you're going to cope with stress later in life. If you had a pattern of catastrophizing and everything is a crisis and you grew up in a family that everything seemed to be a drama your perception of life will be that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, two people can have the same event happen. To one person, it's the end of the world. Yeah. To the other person, yes, it's terribly stressful, but, you know, it's not enough to sort of yeah. say that, that life's over, I'm not going to try again. Mm. Um, and the other thing that, that people need to remember with things like adrenal fatigue, it's a really serious, it really is a serious issue, and it's the time taken to recover you know, six to nine, six to nine months for wow. minor adrenal fatigue. Wow. Twelve to eighteen months for moderate fatigue. Up to twenty-four months for severe adrenal fatigue. So, you know, we don't realise the mm. the impacts of that stress has on the body. Is that it's not just the stressful events over them should be fine. Yeah. Do you have a couple of blogs that you've written on this on your website? We do. We do. We've got some great blogs on our website about stress and adrenal fatigue. Yes. Some tips yeah. taking people through what they need to do to help recover. Have a look at the website, mullenhealth.com.au, and it has those wonderful blogs there on this topic. Yeah. yeah Good absolutely. on you. We're back again next Tuesday afternoon. And next, next week I've got a guest coming into oh, the office, actually, to talk with us again about organic food.